Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Hosted by Dave Turner, Seat Yourself is 20 to 30 minutes of what's happening in the world of hospitality tabletop. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. This podcast was originally published on the week of January 13th, 2020 and runs for approximately 25 minutes. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Seat Yourself. This, in case you're counting, is episode number 57 of Seat Yourself. And of course, Seat Yourself is our approximately 20 to 25 minutes or so podcast on all things in the world of hospitality tabletop. I'm Dave Turner. I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. And as regular listeners know, we're coming to you from the Tabletop Journal Studios right here in beautiful Baltimore, all on America's East Coast. In today's episode, in addition to our news stories, we've got a couple of updates on companies that, while one will be quite familiar to you, the other one, well, let's just say will take, you might want to take a minute or two to learn a little bit more about this global dinnerware company that started to make its move here on the American hospitality scene. And then, in our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment, Shannon and I will be discussing the latest trends in melamine and where she sees those trends going in the new year of 2020. Shannon, of course, is the tableware and buffetware category manager for the leading tabletop supplier, Edward Don and Company, out of Chicago. We'll finish up this second episode of the new year, as we usually do, with a commentary. And in this week, we'll be talking about how to bring your A-game every day and what it means to your team when you do it. And we'll have a few easy tips that will help you do just that. Bringing your A-game every day. It sounds so easy, but we know often it's not. So, with all of that, it's time to get this episode started. And as we always do here at Seat Yourself, we start off with our stat of the week. This week's stat of the week is 58%. And despite a high lack of faith in the quote-unquote system, there is one relationship that remains strong. That is, quote-unquote, my employer. According to Edelman, Edelman, by the way, is a global communications and consulting firm that measures these types of things. They say that 58%, our stat of the week, 58% of the general population employees look to their employer to be a trustworthy source of information about contentious societal issues. And while that's true, employees are ready and willing to trust their employers, but that trust must be earned through, quote unquote, more than business as usual. According to Edelman, employees' expectation that prospective employers will join them in taking action on societal issues is 67%, and is nearly as high as their expectations of personal empowerment, 74%, and job opportunity, which is 80%. Edelman believes that the rewards of meeting these expectations and building trust are truly great, and we'd have to agree. Employees who have trust in their employer are far more likely to engage in beneficial actions on their behalf meaning that they'll advocate for the organization and are more engaged and remain far more loyal and committed than their more skeptical counterparts. In addition, Edelman's research shows that 71% of employees believe it's critically important for, quote-unquote, my CEO to respond to challenging times. And additionally, more than three-quarters, that's 76% of the general population concur, they say they want CEOs to take the lead on change instead of waiting for the government to impose it. Now, for more than 19 years, the Edelman Trust Barometer has detected and documented some of the largest opinion shifts that shape our world today. 
We check in with them from time to time, and you may want to as well. You can find them at edelman.com. But for now, just know that according to their research, a full 58% of the general population employees say they look to their employee to be a trustworthy source of information about contentious societal issues. And that's our stat of the week, 58%. And in news this past week, the board of directors at Trimark USA named Marie Folks as their new CEO, replacing Jerry Hyman. Hyman will now assume the role of chairman and remain on the company's board of directors. And while we want to congratulate Folks in her new role, we're excited about her appointment on several different levels. First of all, Folks comes to the food service industry from outside our sector, previously having served as president of the Americas for Air Products Company for the past four years. Prior to that, she held senior positions with industrial companies like Tenneco and Johnson Controls. And Folks started her career off with General Electric. We've said for some time that we love it when our industry, the food service and hospitality industry, goes outside and recruits top talent from other sectors. If our industry is to grow and to prosper, it will be because we're able to attract the best and the brightest who recognize the career potential the dining away from home category represents. And by bringing in new leadership from the outside, our industry gains with fresh new thoughts, new looks, and new ideas that will keep our industry relevant to dining guests and to the latest in supply chain trends. And speaking of staying relevant to dining guests, there was another announcement of note this past week. The family dining brand Black Bear Dinah has named Anita Adams as its new CEO. Adams had been president having joined the company in 2017 as CFO. For those of you who may not be familiar with the Black Bear Diner chain, this Western U.S. family dining powerhouse has 138 locations in 14 Western states and has an aggressive growth strategy that is focused on, quote-unquote, the brand's heritage of hospitality, quality, and operational excellence, all according to new CEO Adams. For tabletop suppliers, Black Bear Diner may not be Michelin star sexy, but it seems like exactly the kind of operator that is forward-thinking, that keeps it simple, and is focused on the guest experience. We love it. Congratulations to new CEO Anita Adams on her new assignment, and best of luck to her and the team at Black Bear Diner. And finally, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that it's great to see more talented women in leadership roles of all types in our industry. Our industry needs more women at all levels, and the smart companies are recognizing just that. The food service and hospitality world is changing, and changing rapidly. The successful companies will be the ones who attract and retain the very best. We need more talented individuals who bring fresh new ideas and thinking to the great traditions of the food service industry. We simply cannot afford to overlook any potential pool of top talent, and considering candidates outside our industry is just one way to ensure that we're keeping pace with today's fast-moving business trends. And that's true at all levels and in all disciplines, whether it's in sales, supply chain, the customer experience, or even the C-suite. Yes, it's true that products and service are vital ingredients to success. But looking out to the future, you can't help but feel that talent will be the company's biggest differentiator in the future. So congratulations to these new two new CEOs. Best of luck to them and their companies. And also in news this past week, U.S. restaurant sales growth was weak versus year-ago numbers during the month of December, according to research firm Black Box Intelligence. Of course, Black Box Intelligence is the newly renamed firm that used to be TDN2K. 
They placed par- partial blame of this for this on the shift in the Thanksgiving holiday, which reversed the positive figures which were recorded in the month of November. Same store sales growth in December, down minus 2.1%, the worst result in the industry in over two years. And this report comes from the company's research data that's based on weekly sales from over 47,000 U.S. restaurants doing $75 billion in annual sales. And according to Victor Fernandez, Vice President of Insights and Knowledge for Black Box, he says that as bad as the month seemed, and as we said last month, the top-line growth result is not telling the full story. As Thanksgiving this year was celebrated so late in the month, it actually fell into December for 2019, according to the calendar we use for reporting. And so for those who don't know, the U.S. November holiday of Thanksgiving is typically associated with low restaurant sales, as well as we have many restaurants close the entire day there. So for recording purposes, this all translated into lost sales for the month of December. But Fernandez went on to say, regardless of the holiday shift, December was unsurprisingly a bad month for restaurant sales. But according to Black Box, the overall bigger picture still shows some sales growth for restaurants in specific sectors. And once again, according to Fernandez, from a bigger picture perspective, what we continue to see is an industry crippled by declining traffic, but continues to experience guest check growth large enough to drive some small positive sales movements. Given the traffic challenges facing the industry, stronger and sustained long-term sales growth is really not an option. And overall this past year, traffic growth the entire year of 2019, down 3.1%. But there is some good news for permanent tabletop suppliers. During all of this, the best performing segments during uh, the year of 2019 were family dining, fine dining, and upscale casual. And after a tough 2017, family dining has been experiencing a resurgence and had some strong same-store sales growth during the year of 2019. And as the rest of the industry in restaurants has shifted towards increasing off-premise sales, fine dining continues to focus on delivering superior restaurant dine-in experiences for their guests. This segment is also driven by expense account users that continue to entertain their clients as a key business strategy. And so the very positive overall U.S. economy, it's playing a big role here. But with Black Box agrees with us that the guest experience truly matters. They believe as we do that it does seem that attention to quality and service seems to resonate well with fine dining corporate and personal diners. And all this is reflected in the positive same store sales growth that's achieved by this segment over the last three years. And the upscale casual sector, while down overall slightly for the year, this sector achieved positive sales growth during fourth quarter of 2019. And so while there's little doubt that off-premise dining is having an impact, in sectors where operators can provide enhanced or elevated guest experience, the opportunity for positive results is still there. And when improving the guest experience, having a thoughtful approach to food and beverage presentation through the use of creative and interesting tabletop products can help improve a restaurant's top and bottom line. Yes, indeed, folks, tabletop matters. And in company news this week, there's a new dinnerware brand showing up here in American restaurants that you may have also started seeing in such esteemed places as the most recent Edward Don and Company Tabletop Advisor. The brand is called Costanova, and it is from Portugal. And while it may be relatively new here in America, Costanova is known around the world and has hospitality customers coming from more than 50 countries, and some of those customers include award-winning top chefs such as 
Jose Avias, James Atherton, Daniel Watkins, Marcus Waring, and Danny Garcia. Just And that's just among the many that they already have around the world. All have been using Costa Nova to display their signature dishes in their restaurants, most of them being awarded Michelin stars. But it's not only Michelin-starred restaurants using Costa Nova. Luxury bars, lodges, and better quality resort hotels throughout Europe and the entire Mediterranean region have also selected Costa Nova for their wide variety of dining spaces and menu concepts. Capturing the unique atmosphere of Costa Nova, a small fishing village that is a well-known holiday spot for Portuguese family and is famous for its wooden beach houses that are painted in colorful stripes, the Costa Nova dinnerware brand embraces the Mediterranean lifestyle to its very fullest. In fact, Costa Nova was born on a small Portuguese fishing village near the Atlantic Ocean, but nowadays it carries Portugal's name and heritage all over the world. And as I said, the brand is represented across five continents in both prestigious hotels and world-renowned restaurants. And at Costa Nova, they understand the demands of the hospitality industry, and they take pride in curating tabletop collections that are as unique as they are beautiful and functional. Their collections are designed for restaurants that appreciate innovative tabletop solutions. And their European handcrafted stoneware products, they combine enticing design, functionality, durability, all to make Costa Nova a unique brand, with collections that are both timeless and trendy throughout the hospitality industry. The team at Costa Nova also knows that as a chef or restaurateur, you take pride in crafting unique dishes that reflect your personality and style. The presentation of your culinary creation says as much about you as the food itself. And at Costa Nova, the philosophy is to create each new tableware concept with the same passion which which the chefs create their culinary masterpieces. You can learn more about Costa Nova and its collections made especially for the hospitality trade by checking them out in the most recent Edward Edward Don & Company Tabletop Advisor, or you can visit the company website, costanova.pt. And in other company news, a company we've mentioned before here on Seat Yourself is American Metalcraft. In past mentions, we've talked about their quote-unquote fun personality of the American Metalcraft brand. And while that's true, there really is something about that company's culture that makes everybody, and maybe most importantly, their customers smile. We can't forget about the incredible and the dynamic product line that American Metalcraft continues to bring to the food service marketplace. And now, with their latest 2020 edition of their extensive 400-plus page catalog out, we are impressed all over again. In 2020, there were over 300 new items that have been added to the product assortment, many of which center around tabletop and buffetware accessories. There is a new Black Twilight Buffet collection that embodies a sleek black styling that pairs perfectly with American Metalcraft's many marble and faux slate melamine options. Other highlights include expansions of the melamine dinnerware category, things like colorful inclusions to their popular Crave and Jane collections, There's also the brand new Mix and Matte line, which features white and marble dinnerware pieces designed to be layered to give you that personalized look. But oh, how we love the company's leadership and how they position their brand. At American Metalcraft, how you serve is just as important as what you're serving. And we couldn't agree more. The company sells through a variety of channels from restaurants and hotels all the way to grocery stores and caterers. And in every channel, their goal is the same, to elevate food service and the way the food is presented. Keenly aware of the difference that incredible presentations can make, American Metalcraft pays attention to the very little details, whether it's in their barware, their serveware, their buffetware, whether it's in the front of the house or the back of the house lineup. 
American Metalcraft is a company that looks for opportunities to incorporate unique details, exceptional, exceptional functionality, and on-trend designs into all of their products. Their goal is always make their customers' culinary creations the very best possible versions of themselves they can be. Started over 70 years ago, American Metalcraft has been innovative right from the very start. That's when they broke into the industry by turning hubcaps into deep dish pizza pans and custom plate covers. And since then, they've continued to reinvent themselves and their product line, all the while staying relevant to their customers' needs and requirements. So do yourself a favor and be sure to check out the latest catalog from American Metalcraft. You'll be glad you did. You can find a downloadable version of the company on the company's website. When you go there, we know you'll be impressed. Now, 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Donald Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon discusses melamine trends for 2020. Hi, everybody. We're back with Shannon Talon. Shannon, of course, is the category manager for tabletop and buffetware at Edward Don and Company out of Chicago. And Shannon, today I've got a melamine question for you. Uh, when it comes to melamine, and I'm speaking mostly of the melamine dinnerware category part of it, not the serveware pieces, but there's been a lot of expansion and a lot of new entrants in the category. Where do you see melamine going in 2020? Well, I just love all the melamine in the market right now. It's it's just been so cool to watch that category uh, grow and the quality improve over time. And it used to be that you couldn't tell the difference uh, between a melamine piece and a ceramic piece until you picked it up. Now there's there's pieces of melamine I pick up and I'm, I have to knock on it or tap on it or do something with it to remind me if it's melamine or, or, or porcelain or ceramic. So I think, you know, the, the quality of the melamine product that is in the market is going to continue to improve because as more and more people enter that uh, product segment, it just elevates everybody's game because there's more competition. So I think the quality is going to continue to, to improve. We're going to continue to see it mimic ceramic and, and porcelain and stoneware just because melamine gives operators, you know, it can be a cost savings if they're taking care of it the right way and they can, you know, prolong and, and, and expand the longevity of it. Um, so we're going to continue to see that be critical to operators. I think that while you can't, obviously you can't microwave melamine, I think you're going to see more and more microwavable options, which again means the product won't technically be melamine, but that's the the biggest complaint we still see from operators is that they can't, you know, they can't throw it in, in a microwave. So there's already some microwavable uh, resin-based product in the market. And I think that that's going to continue as well. But I just think that, you know, we're seeing operators even on, you know, we see it already in buffet, but we're seeing operators combine melamine and ceramic product on the tabletop uh, more and more, which again, I think is uh, smart um, and and a really good idea again for cost savings and the longevity of the product. So I just think melamine is going to continue to be more and more relevant to our customers and to operators because uh, the more of it that there is in the market, I believe, the more flexible it allows operators to be. So I think you know melamine's here to stay, and we're just going to continue to see it grow. Yeah, they, there seem to be so many improvements in the melamine product, and both in terms of quality, as you say, but also design. It's a beautiful product. It's not the melamine mean you would have seen just a handful of years ago. Absolutely. Now here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about bringing your A-game every day. In today's commentary, I want to talk about how you can help your team and yourself by bringing your A-game when you show up to work each and every day. 
We've talked before about the fact that only one-third of all workers are actively engaged when earning their paychecks. And if you're a manager, no matter the level, bringing your best, your very best A-game, if you will, each and every day will help both you and your company. Bringing your A-game on a daily basis will add more meaning to your day, make you feel better and more fulfilled, and you'll be a much more productive leader. So here are a few tips or reminders on how to do just that. Number one, start the night before. Thinking about the day ahead will help you develop a plan and prepare for what you want to accomplish. Doing it the night before ensures you won't be rushed in the morning or worse yet, heading into the day without any plan at all. One word of advice here though, don't over plan. Leave room for those impromptu opportunities that inevitably will come up. Number two, set the example. Bringing your A-game as a leader means setting a good example for your followers. Getting in early, being on time for meetings, greeting fellow workers with a smile, and greeting them by name. These are things that cost nothing and can pay big dividends. Have it as your daily goal to be your very best. Simply having that as a goal and staying focused on it will inevitably produce positive results. Make sure anything you've committed to do for the day has been done with the same passion and commitment you're hoping for from your team members. After all, people will notice your example and follow suit. Number three, give credit where credit is due. Make sure that you take the time to praise someone for all their efforts and accomplishments, even the very small ones. I've always found that by praising others and lifting them up a bit, I always feel a little better too. And never underestimate the impact of a sincere, positive comment. You may never know your coworker or team member may be having a difficult time that day, and your positive praise may be the very bright spot of their day. Either way, recognizing someone's hard work and accomplishments is always a good thing. Make that part of your daily A-game routine. And also, remember that bringing your A-game means being a cheerleader, not just a coach. Number four, solve problems rather than simply expose them. Finding and identifying problems at any company or situation is easy. We all know people who seemingly were born just to do this. However, solving or helping to solve a problem is not so easy. And finger pointing never really helps now, does it? First of all, find a way to make sure you understand the problem. And then look for ways to move the problems towards a resolution, making sure you're not trying to solve the problem too fast. And as a leader, bring your A game means helping others. So this is a good place to think of yourself as helping move the ball down the field rather than scoring the touchdown. And finally, number five, build new relationships. In our places of work, the comfortable thing to do is to rely on those you trust, and that usually means people that you know very well. As you're now focused on bringing your A game each day, you'll find it helpful if you work at expanding that circle of relationships. Actively look for people to connect with and learn about them as people first and coworkers second. Learning about others and building new relationships allows you to begin to believe in them and their skill sets. When you have confidence in people, they develop that same confidence in themselves. Once people know you care, they begin to care also. When people know that you're sincere and actually care about them, you may be amazed at the skills that they have that have been lying dormant, waiting for a reason to use them. And all because now that they feel someone, the company, yourself, actually cares about them. So these are just a few tips on how you can bring your A-game each and every day. And hey, nobody said it would ever be easy. They only said it would be worth it. It's all in part of bringing your A-game each and every day. I'm Dave Turner.
I'll see you next time. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Seat Yourself. And as always, I want to thank the Rockstar Category Manager, Shannon Talent, for joining us today. And of course, I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in as well. And finally, I want to make a special thanks to the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring in part this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And remember to be sure to check out their most recent tabletop advisor. You can download it from their website, www. Dot don dot com. Just go to the homepage and scroll down to the publications section. We'll see you next time, but always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com. <laughs>